Hello and welcome back to the Skull Football Talk Show. Today I will be discussing why you can't compare top tier NFL quarterbacks by not knowing a lot about how they play, their stats, and how good they are. I think the only way you can compare quarterbacks is by like watching them very closely to see like oh how many mistakes did this person have what did they do wrong a lot of times that is at a very minimum because some of these guys like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady who are in the top of quarterbacks they've been playing for so long and you don't see often mistakes out of them like Tom Brady had an interception against the Saints, which like kind of closed out that game. There was a mistake there. But like, you just don't see that happening very often by these elite tier quarterbacks. And Patrick Mahomes had a good amount of interceptions in the first half of that season. You know why? A lot of those were tipped passes, him trying to like show off what what he can do and it's just not working out and mistakes happen but like you can't compare players especially quarterbacks because there's so many of them you can have lists but everyone's gonna be different everyone has their own bias everyone has their own opinion like there might be a bills fan here and a chiefs fan here saying oh josh allen's better he had that amazing performance yeah but he didn't have the greatest record ever and then the other side Patrick Mahomes fans could be like oh I like Patrick Mahomes better because he beat that game and I'm the and that I'm a Chiefs fan I am personally a fan of both of them I think they are both elite tier quarterbacks with amazing upsides and amazing futures and they well the Chiefs had a little bit of a wide receiver downgrade trading away Tyree kill but like you can't compare without watching them closely and seeing their mistakes the other way i would think you could compare players is if you had them all in a line and you each it's like pro bowl skills competitions you each they all of them each threw balls at targets Whoever made the most, okay, they might be the most accurate passer. Whoever can throw the ball the farthest, maybe they brought back that challenge where whoever, like the elite tier quarterbacks trying to throw the ball the farthest, whoever throws the ball the the farthest is the best quarterback for that era, for that reason. But there's also the NFL aspect of it. And some elite tier quarterbacks aren't on good teams. You saw it with Matthew Stafford. He was on the Detroit Lions for a long, long time. And then he went to the Rams and won a Super Bowl. So, like, it it just doesn't seem fair to rank NFL quarterbacks because of all the bias you have to like say okay here's this quarterback here here's cornerback quarterback one here's quarterback two who can throw the ball farther in a game who can throw it more accurate who throws more touchdowns who throws less interceptions 
You can't be like, oh, I like him more, so he's better. Like, I could say I like Davis Mills, and he's the best quarterback, but no one's going to believe with me. And I wouldn't even ever say that because he's not. He's a second year and led a team to, like, a horrible record. I don't even know what their te- the Texans' record was. But, like, you can't just compare players. And a lot of times with wide receivers, they do have some people do have better seasons than others. Some people like with running backs, people are injured. But like with quarterbacks, you can't do that. Let's move on to wide receivers now. I feel I just put out an episode about the NFL's top 10 wide receiver list. There's just so many wide receivers, and it's obviously extremely hard to get on that top 10 list, but you see the people at the top, like Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, and Devontae Adams. They could be, well, obviously not Justin Jefferson at the top. He's not there yet, but they could be pretty like switched up, and someone will say, oh yeah, that I like that list. That is a correct list. But then other people be like, oh, oh no, Devontae Adams, he's not he's not that good. Well, I mean, he is really good, but he's not better than Cooper Cup. Like, I, I said that in my last episode. So, you gotta compare, for wide receivers, you gotta compare stats and what they can accomplish before you put in your bias. Because obviously... Wide receivers got some extreme swag. They don't need to be like quarterbacks where they control the team. They just got to make the catch and get touchdowns and win games to be liked, to be on a high tier of a wide receiver. But then also, you got to have a good quarterback to have good wide receivers. And usually, if an NFL wide receiver has a good quarterback it reflects on their performance people like Brandon Cooks he's on the Texans arguably the worst team in the NFL coming into this next season you got people like Amon Ross St. Brown who last year they went like 3 and 13 and 1 but like they're obviously on an upside but they're still good wide receivers and I bet you put them in another team like maybe at wide receiver two or something like an elite tier team who already has a clear-cut wide receiver one but still there's a lot of intermingling with that wide receiver two position you put them in they'll have great seasons they might even get thousand yards performances because of just that quarterback accuracy and throw power and everything else like there's a lot of factors that come in if a wide receiver and quarterback can be good it's it depends on what defense they're playing it depends on if their o-line is good that week a lot of times o-linemen they have to get swapped out for second and third teamers just because oh people get these little injuries here you'll oftentimes like the most common injury like basic things that eventually will heal up are just o-linemen stepping wrong and falling to the ground So, obviously, O-line, that can change a lot 
And if you don't have a good O-line, you don't have a good team. It's just as easy as that. So, in conclusion, you can rank wide receivers, but you gotta, like, consider wide receivers who aren't on that list that are on worse teams and say, oh, if Amon Ross St. Brown was on the Chiefs or the Bills, would he be would he be more elite? Would he be less elite? Probably more elite. But maybe maybe not that top ten, you decide. So that's what it comes down to is how your team is. And sometimes that's true for the quarterback. The quarterback sometimes can hold back the offense and make them lose a bunch of games like the Broncos, they have two pretty good wide receivers in Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy, but they did not have a quarterback in 2021. They had Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke, who are both backup quarterbacks. Now they got Russell Wilson. Will he be able to get the ball to them and throw a bunch of touchdowns and win a bunch of games? We don't know. So I think you can rank them, but you just got to take into, into consideration what team they're on, and if that team is good or not. Next up, we got running backs. You can't rank running backs. I wish, like, they just couldn't get injured, so everyone was on the same page. A lot of the times, a running back can carry a team. Jonathan Taylor, he was the best player on the Colts by far. Well, maybe on their offense, maybe not their defense, but... He was the clear-cut wide running back one in basically the entire NFL. And he's getting drafted number one overall in fantasy drafts because Derrick Henry and Dalvin Cook and CMC were injury-prone last year. Just one little thing can basically keep you out for a couple games or if you have a really bad injury, it can keep you out for the entire season and you basically lose what you've already made in your NFL career and you have to bounce back. You have to get 1,000 yards in a season plus or you're not going to have your same reputation that you had. Like Derrick Henry, he was the best running back in 2020. No debate. CMC was there. Dalvin Cook was there, but he was still the best running back. And then he got injured. And that set him back an entire year and kind of ruined a lot of his reputation. But he's still an elite running back. And you can't judge, oh, he was out the entire year. Injuries happen. It's normal. Like, you can't go a career without having something go wrong. You can't go your entire career without being on some type of bad team. Maybe your team just has an off year or you're on a low tier team like the Texans, Lions, Jaguars, something like that. But I guess injuries basically determine the list of top running backs. Thanks for listening to this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. See you in the next one.